0: This is the Troll
1: Patrol, Patrol, Patrol,
0: live, with Justin,
1: freaking.
2: Welcome to the Troll Patrol, live, it's a freaking Thursday, it's a week from Thanksgiving. Sorry for my absence last night, where was I? I fell asleep on the couch. I've been working a lot, like the actual real job work a lot my skills are in demand at the moment <laughs> and I i just I fucking fell asleep because I got up at 7 o'clock I worked most of the day I ate some food I took some bong rips and I fell the fuck asleep on the couch like I woke up it was like 5 till like alright I'm watching a movie you're playing a video game I played a video game we got lots of shit to talk about tonight. The cat, the cat was doing everything it could to get my attention. Maynard, the asshole, get my attention before I actually went on. I was putting the headphones on. He's like climbing the curtains over here because he wanted me to feed him. Because he knew, he knew I was putting the headphones on. We were getting ready to talk for hours. What are we going to talk about tonight? You ask, I'm glad you ask. Crazy Clay, a small business owner, is standing up to tyranny here in the United States. I cannot wait to show you Crazy Clay. Tucker Carlson has a message to all the Patriots at the Patriot Awards. I did not know there was a Patriot Awards going on. Quite possibly I would have streamed it. We would have Patriot patrolled the Patriot Awards. If you if you like if this is the only Troll Patrol you ever watch, you pick one Troll Patrol to watch this year. This is the one. I feel like I'm doing a David Letterman bit now. A dude is throwing a fit over porn in school. I'm sure that's not just some right wing fear mongering. There's a new COVID law taking effect in Tennessee. That doesn't sound uh, doesn't sound logical to me, but we'll make our, our decision after we hear the facts of the case. A doctor in Texas is resigning over the vaccine mandate and her pro ivermectin tweets. I've got to make sure I'm not on. Make sure I'm not on YouTube tonight, because this will indeed get me a strike. Especially, we're starting off with something that is definitely going to get me a strike if I was on YouTube. Jeff Bezos received groans when making a donation to charity. Speaking of making a donation to charity, Elon Musk was presented with the proof that he asked for of how the money would be spent. Bit if he uh, what was it four billion six billion to uh, eliminate world hunger the UN has put together their plan they came with receipts now the ball is in Elon Musk's court he'll never he'll never pony up I don't think however he did sell the stock last week like he tweeted about J P Morgan is suing. Tesla over those tweets by Elon Musk a man was arrested for flipping off Jesus <laughs> I'm, I'm serious we're going to get into the latest in the Kyle Rittenhouse case plus uh, we're going to hear from Travis McMichael who testified in his defense the killing of Amand Aubrey. We're gonna talk about Julius Jones. I've been on a kick about the botched execution in Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. They were trying to do it again. They will not be allowed to. Two men have been exonerated for the killing of Malcolm X. Oh oh, we're gonna talk about Paul Gozar. He was officially censured by the House of Representatives, stripped of his committee assignments. Ooh, things got heated today in a Senate confirmation hearing for Comptroller. I can't believe things got heated in a Senate confirmation hearing for Comptroller. But you can leave it up to Republicans to create some bullshit. Starting off tonight... Speaking of bullshit, his name is Donald Trump. We haven't heard from him in a while, and uh, he did a he did a interview with Judge Janine.
3: We start with my exclusive sit down with President. Exclusive sit down. He was in great spirits and as fired up as I've ever seen him. His prediction for the Virginia gubernatorial race. His reaction
2: to Biden's disastrous administration. His prediction. Oh, is this old? Published on October 31st. Oh, I thought it was something new. Well, fuck you, Janine. We'll move on. That's the problem with right-wing content is... And me not fucking looking at the shit that I'm going to play on the show. They reshare shit constantly. Just regurgitate their bullshit over and over again. So sometimes it's kind of hard to keep up with what is new in right-wing world... Because they'll just share the same stories over and over and over and over. Bombard people with bullshit. With gas prices soaring, Biden has called for a probe into possible illegal conduct. Good on the Biden administration. President Joe Biden on Wednesday called on the Federal Trade Commission to investigate if illegal conduct is to blame for surging gas prices hurting Americans' pocketbooks. Fuel prices are averaging above 3.40 a gallon, according to the American Automotive Association, which forecasts more than 48 million Americans are likely to hit the road next week to drive to Thanksgiving celebrations. I poss- I think we are possibly at the beginning of a new COVID surge. I would suggest you have small gatherings for Thanksgiving. Even though I'm probably having one of the largest gatherings I've had in a while. Which isn't that many four or five people tops. The bottom line is this. Gasoline prices at the pump remain high, even though oil and gas companies' costs are declining. Hmm, I wonder what could cause that. The Federal Trade Commission has authority to consider whether illegal conduct is costing families at the pump I believe you should do something immediately, Biden wrote in a letter to FTC chair Lena Kahn. High gas prices can pose a big political problem for the president, as a new ABC News Washington Post poll shows 70% of those surveyed rate the economy negatively, including 38% who say it is in poor condition. About half of Americans overall and political independents blame Biden for fast rising inflation. I do not know. What Biden has done to cause fast rising inflation. I've said it a million times. To the extent a president can affect the economy, it takes a couple of years. This is not taking up for Biden, but like the mess that we're currently in. This is the Trump economy and Trump's handling of COVID. Who would have guessed? The price of non-renewable resources keep going up, especially when I think OPEC, after the drop last year, is legitimately gouging the market to try to make up for what they lost during the pandemic. The administration, and also that is another good point, the entire world is getting hit by inflation in certain sectors, it's not across the board inflation, So how can you blame Biden for that, especially when we're still operating on the Trump continuing resolution, the budget from last year? We're still under a Trump Fed chairperson because the Democrats haven't passed a budget yet. That's what the reconciliation fight, the Build Back Better Act. That's the fucking budget. That's what they're talking. The goddamn budget for the government is what they're talking about. administration had previously asked the commission to monitor the gasoline market for any illegal conduct earlier this year, leading to the FTC increasing their oversight on mergers of oil companies that result in fewer options for consumers. That's that's a problem across the board in this country. So, Biden met with Chinese President Xi Jinping... Stone this week more than a hundred thousand Good evening, Misty. Shout out to Rainy Morning Candles. My friends uh candle shop. You can find on Facebook or uh, on the Google, just Google Rainy Morning Candles. I I like to support my friends. This was Jin Psaki earlier today. Asked about Biden's meeting with Chinese president, and I'm not high enough for this at all, but at least it's Saki and not Biden. Asked about his meeting with uh, Chinese president Xi Jinping. Where whether they talked about the origins of COVID, so you know it's probably Peter Ducey from Fox asking him this question. People died
4: of drug overdoses in the last year. Experts say a lot of that is driven by fentanyl, which is coming across the southern border in record amounts. So why isn't uh, why isn't the administration doing more to stop the drugs from coming in?
5: Well, first I would say that the president is meeting with the president of Mexico today, as you know, uh, and that we work with Mexico.
2: Who is the president of Mexico right now? Ubradora.
5: Which are responsible, as you know, for the majority of fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamine entering the United States. Uh, oh, All right, well about that. Balance and insecurity in Mexico. So during the summit today, we certainly expect uh, that discussing uh, this topic, our joint goals to combat transnational crime and terrorism, uh, this, the movement of, of uh, drugs uh, across the
2: border. Andres and Manuel Lopez Ubrador. Ubrador. Following
5: up on the
4: meeting with President Xi, American Intel agencies have told the President they cannot crack the origins of COVID without China's help. President Biden had a chance to ask for China's help. Why didn't he?
2: Well, Yo Kiro Dogobell push for uh, the little dog made quite the name for himself. I believe that dog's dead now. Unfortunately,
5: information we've never held back on that front. We've uh, argued for it publicly. We've argued for it at every level, and the president did talk in his meeting about the importance of transparency, which is this is exactly an example of.
4: He talked about the importance of transparency, but did he ask President she
2: Please join to me.
4: Cooperate specifically with this U.S. intel agency-led investigation into in the, the COVID?
5: Peter, it's clear that that's what we want. That's what we've been pressing on. I don't have any more to to read out for
2: you from the meeting.
4: You're saying that it's clear. Is it clear to somebody who has a Zoom meeting with the president that that's what he means if that's not what he says?
2: Well, I thought, I thought Xi Jinping was here. Apparently, it was a Zoom reference. meeting. Our
5: national security officials have conveyed very clearly, I don't think it's a secret. That's what we want. That's what we've been pressing for. Just
4: the final one on that, are they old friends or not?
5: Because
4: president has claimed that they're not. You claimed that they're not. But then President Xi said that they are.
5: Uh, the president didn't say that. The president
2: considers him someone he has. What the? Fu- uh, this wasn't D- uh, Ducey from Fox News. What kind of question is that? Are you and the Chinese president friends? He says. He says you are. What kind of high school fucking bullshit?
5: known for some time, someone he can have candid relationships with. I can't speak for how the Chinese categorize or describe people they know in the world. I can only describe how the president views the relationship.
2: That's, and that's another thing, like, what was what was the word that they used? What was the exact meaning in the translation? But speaking of China, Senator Tom Cotton is calling for us to boycott the Beijing Olympics, which I believe take place next year, the Winter Olympics. That means they're fast approaching Good morning. in just a few months. In less than three months,
6: the Winter Olympics will begin in Beijing.
2: I just said that, motherfucker, in just a couple months. According to media reports, the Biden administration is
6: prepared to announce a diplomatic boycott. This is the least, the absolute bare minimum, that any civilized nation would do. For these genocide Olympics. I'm here today to call on the Biden administration to mount a complete and total boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics. No athletes, no administration officials, no corporate sponsors. So, like, for this boycott,
2: I don't know that I disagree with Tom Cotton on this. He's talking about the genocide of the uh Uyghur Muslims in, in one of their their provinces. Uh well, it would be uh uh in the West. Um I don't know that I don't agree with Tom Cotton. Fucking the U.S. would never do it, and this is just strictly a show stance to try to show up the Biden administration. Five months ago,
6: I wrote to the Biden administration to ask them what their plan was to protect our athletes in communist China. They delayed their answer. They recently sent me an answer, only through restricted channels, even though there was nothing classified in their answer. I... And the sum total. What,
2: what does he mean protect our athletes? Well, they have no plan.
6: They have no plan to protect our athletes and their coaches and their staff from the very real and very concrete dangers that I outlined last June.
2: What, they're going to like abduct them and force them to the work camps? Of our athletes in
6: their dorm rooms, and their bathrooms, in their practice facilities, their their cell phones. Now, that
2: that is a very real concern surveillance while they're in China. DNA harvesting. The Chinese DNA harvesting is getting a little outlandish Lead the world on genetic
6: data testing and harvesting to advance their life science technology research in many fields they may even use COVID-19 tests as a way to harvest DNA from our world-class athletes third from simple hostage taking we've seen with the recent case of the Huawei settlement that the Chinese Communist Party is more than willing to take hostages. There's the a smoggy. To advance their own What's up, economic buddy? or economic goals. Oh, Again, the Biden administration has laid out no plan how to protect our athletes from the Chinese. Well,
2: thank complexes. you.
6: And second, Just had it. Stuff. Games because of China's crimes against the United that's
2: States. That's a that's a naked gun joke for those of you who people. didn't know.
6: China runs a totalitarian slave state in which they keep. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of religious and ethnic minorities in gulags, subjecting. So there
2: is some truth to that claim, but I also think it is exaggerated for political purposes of saber rattling. As a form of ethnic cleansing. They harvest. And I find it hard to believe that Republicans actually give a shit about these topics.
6: Religious minorities. They've also cracked down on Hong Kong, denying Hong Kongers their autonomy that was guaranteed under China's international obligations. To say nothing of the fact that China unleashed a plague on the world.
2: Uh, Okay, so the Hong Kong situation is like, Hong Kong legitimately belongs to China. They had like some kind of 50-year handover thing from the British. And just like, China is accelerating the pace at which they're doing the handover. They're, They're not exactly following the... The timeline and they're really wanting to go ahead and get it done like 20 years early
6: and has disrupted the lives of every american i,
2: well, I don't understand i don't understand what they the would i don't understand what they would expect us to do now i don't i'm i'm okay with a boycott of china because of their behavior don't send people to the olympics see what i fucking care But, like, there might be financial considerations I'm not thinking of. I'm sure U.S. companies are not on board with us not going to the Olympics. There's a lot of money on the table to lose. And ultimately, like, what does that do to China if we boycott the Olympics? I'm... I don't know. There's a cost-benefit analysis to be had. I'm, I'm... Oh, dude, yeah, um, he, Tom Cotton is one of the Republicans definitely trying to harness the Trump base. He absolutely uh, believes that China engineered COVID. He may not actually believe it, but he is going to publicly posture as if China engineered COVID as a bioweapon.
6: ...of our own athletes and China's crimes against the world, we should launch a complete and total boycott of China's genocide Olympics. I regret that those prevent about 300 of America's world-class athletes from competing in the Olympics. I sympathize with them. However, they have been failed by this administration who months ago, months ago.
2: I just don't know that there aren't more effective ways of dealing with the situation. And also like, what are are we wanting exactly?
6: Who should have never awarded these games to a communist tyranny? So today, I call on the Biden administration to boycott <laughs> the Winter Olympics. I'll now take your questions. The Genocide Olympics.
7: What is your message to all those athletes who have worked hard for so long to these
2: Winter Games? I, I, I don't know. I don't know i just i I think there might be more effective ways to get things done, but like this is all about the red baiting that the ride is doing, and they did it with the nominee for Comptroller I don't even know what her fucking name is i can't I can't really tell by the card nice for five minutes.
8: Good morning, Professor. Good morning. You used to be a member of a group called the Young Communist, didn't you?
9: Senator, uh, are you referring to my membership in the Youth Communist Organization while I was growing up in the Soviet Union? I don't know. I,
2: was, I just i wanted to So President Biden has nominated Saul Amarova, a law professor at Cornell University, to be the next head of the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, which is responsible for regulating the assets held by more than 1,000 banks.
8: To ask you that question.
9: Well, Senator,
8: I... There was a group called the Young Communists, and you were a member, is that Right.
9: I'm not exactly sure which group you're referring to.
8: Well, the formal name of it is the Leninist Communist Young Union of the Russian Federation. And it's also known as the Leninist Komsomol of the Russian Federation. And it's commonly referred to as the Young Communists.
9: Were you a member? Senator, I was born and grew up in the Soviet Union. Yes, ma'am. But were you a member of that organization? Everybody in that country was a member of the Komsomol.
2: Yes. (laughs) So I was getting ready to say everybody would have been a member of the Communist Party at that time in Russia,
9: which was the Communist Youth Organization, because that was you were a member. That was a part of normal progress in school. Um, Did you have you resigned?
8: Like being like in the Boy Scouts here,
9: the, from the young
8: communists.
9: You grow out of it with age. Did, did you did you did you send
8: him a letter though resigning?
9: Ooh. Senator, this was many many years ago. As far as I remember, how the Soviet Union worked was at certain age you. ought autom- This this poor lady doesn't even have
2: like. Like she knows what he's talking about, but she doesn't understand his thinking on this. That he's honest to God, just McCarthyism, just right at her. Dramatically stop being.
8: I'm old. not high enough for this shit. Records and see if you can find a copy uh, of your Senator Kenny, I don't. I don't interrupt. I almost never interrupt these, but well, you, you always interrupt don't... me, Mister. No, actually, I don't. Like, I not nearly as many times. I that want I'd like to No, I, I,
10: she, she renounced her Soviet citizenship.
2: Senator Sherrod Brown not as many times as I'd like to Senator Kennedy (laughs) you need to be
8: interrupted in your fucking bullshit well I understand that but you're not the witness she is would you look at your records and see if you can find a a letter of resignation
9: for me Senator um, as I explained what an absurd request part of the Soviet population. Yes, ma'am. I got that part. I just want to see if you look at your
8: records and see if you find a letter of resignation. Let, let me let me take. Old Lady a Gennady, time on Your record. Old Lady Gennady is a fucking idiot. Right wingers are morons. And and here's what I found. Look, this is America. You can believe what you want, but we can't just let anybody be controller of the currency. You wrote your thesis in college at Moscow State University on the title was Karl Marx's economic analysis and the theory of revolution in the capital. But seems like a pertinent topic. You studied at university at Moscow State University scientific communism, which is the science regarding the working class struggle and the socialist agenda. In 2019, not 30 years ago, in a Canadian documentary, you called the financial services industry, quote, a quintessential asshole industry. Yes. Um, You wrote a paper.
2: Senator Kennedy, you're making me like this woman more and more. They, this is the Biden administration nominee for comptroller? Thank you right-wingers for pointing her out to me, because in normal times, even me, who pays attention to politics, this would have just flown right under my radar. But
8: because you decided to be an asshole, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh shit, this woman's cool. ...called systemically significant prices, calling for the federal government to set wages, food, gas prices. In 2020, you wrote a paper called The People's Ledger, where you said we need to abolish bank accounts and make everybody set up an account at the Fed where the federal government will have access to your data.
2: Post office. In Post office banking.
8: you wrote another paper called The Climate Case for a National Investment Authority. Where you said, what we need to do, the oil and gas industry, is have the federal government bankrupt them so we can tackle climate change. I think we should nationalize them. You joined a Facebook group, a Marxist Facebook group, to discuss socialist and anti-capitalist views. Good on her. Now, that's what I see from your record. And you have the right to believe every one of these things. You do. This is America. But I don't mean any disrespect. I I don't know whether to call you professor or comrade.
2: Uh, You mean every bit of disrespect, you asshole.
9: I'm not a communist. I do not subscribe to that ideology. I could not choose where I was born. I did not, I do not remember joining any Facebook group that subscribes to that ideology. I would never knowingly join any such group. There is no record of me ever actually participating in any Marxist or communist discussions of any kind. My family suffered under the communist regime. I grew up without knowing. Now, see, this is who I
2: figured a Biden administration would nominate.
9: death Twice under the Stalin regime. This is what seared in my mind. That's who I am. I remember that history. I came to this country. I'm proud to be an American. And this is why I'm here today, Senator. I'm here today because I'm ready for public service.
2: So there you have it. It's just Red Scare with the right. Also in the Senate today, they took up the... National Defense Authorization Act. Senator Bernie Sanders announced on Tuesday that he's planning to vote against the Senate's defense bill that would authorize a towering $778 billion for defense for the fiscal year in 2022. I think I do have the video. Let's hear what Bernie had to say. Uh, I wanted to tell you
11: briefly why I'm voting against the defense bill, which is $778 Please. billion. Dollars. Uh, I find it very strange that many of my colleagues are very worried about the deficit, the national debt, when it comes to the needs of working families, the children, the elderly. Yes,
2: where's the inflation talk about the money we're going to spend on the defense bill for just a fucking year? Please.
11: Uh, the sick, the poor, oh my God, we can't afford to do anything. Deficit is so big, national debt is so big. But, wait a minute, when it comes to the military-industrial complex and the defense bill, $778 billion for one year, and that is $35 billion more than Trump's last budget, $25 billion more than President Biden wanted. Well, that's okay, we'll pass that. Don't worry about the debt.
2: We left Afghanistan! I thought we left Iraq as well. What the fuck? Why are we still spending all this money? Why?
11: Defense bill. Then, on top of that, what is likely to happen is they're going to attach another piece of legislation called the Competitive Act. And that is $250 billion. And in the midst of that, there is $52 billion 52 billion going to a small number of microchip companies. Now, I think we do have a microchip crisis in this country. Very important. We want to produce them in America. But you just don't hand out corporate welfare to a handful of very profitable... Welcome, Tones. Make sure there are some strings attached so the taxpayers don't get ripped off. And, oh, yeah, I forgot. Also attached to this bill is $10 billion going to our good friend Jeff Bezos to help them get to the moon.
2: We're going to talk about our good friend Jeff Bezos in a little uh, bit. ...with corporate welfare are uh, significantly adding
11: to our deficit, very little discussion about it, especially from the so-called deficit books.
2: Thank you. Exactly. That's the budget committee chairman saying he's going to vote against the defense bill. The likely passage of the bill comes at a time when Congress is negotiating a social spending bill. It would cost 1.75 trillion over 10 years, or about a fifth of the amount in spending over one year that the current defense bill proposes. We're still waiting on the CBO to score the reconciliation bill. See if Manchin will vote for it, Thank you,
12: Madam Speaker, and.
2: So I believe this was we've got we got two different speeches from Lauren Bobert here. She's probably going to say the same shit both of them. This is Bobert going off on the socialist spending agenda by the Democrats. We're going to hear her defend Paul Gosar here in a little bit. And
12: thank you to my friend and the ranking member on the Budget Committee, who has done an excellent job exposing um, these terrible schemes to the American people. This Congress. Madam Speaker, America does not need and cannot afford this.
2: I've cashed out my bowl. I need to pack another one because you know I ain't high enough for this shit. It's
12: junk. America doesn't need 80,000 new IRS agents snooping in our private transactions. These are politically weaponized bureaucrat bullies that we are looking.
2: We, We do need those agents if they're going after rich people. We need to hire more lawyers for the IRS so that they can go after rich people. Why why they terrorize poor people all the time. Because they can't afford to actually go and fight the rich people in court that are actually doing all the fucking tax evasion. Boebert.
12: ...to hire more of. America cannot afford $1.5 trillion in new taxes while federal bureaucrats haul off and spend $4.1 billion on electric bicycles. Do they realize that this will use more fossil fuels, more petroleum products to create electric bicycles than a conventional bicycle? I don't think so, and I think they've lost their ever-loving minds. 7.8 billion.
2: For- Great idea, let's do conventional bicycles for everybody. University. Thank you, Bobert.
12: Billions For amnesty workarounds as our southern border is completely invaded by nearly 2 million illegal aliens many of them criminal aliens there's 550 billion for green new deal policies and tax breaks
2: so could speaking of criminal this is not this is not the only not only the not only the only not only the only the fuck am I trying to say this is not only the only speech we're gonna watch from Lauren Bover. this is this is she's involved in another story Apparently, her ex-campaign manager is a criminal.
12: Bronx <gasps> can afford a new Tesla. Biden's brokeback budget has another $330 billion to incentivize workers to stay home. Newsflash to the party of wealthy cities and wealthy elites.
2: Is that true? We have a
12: worker shortage right now in America. We have an inflation crisis. This will only make things worse. Much- I have
2: no clue what she's talking about. But
12: let me guess. When things do get worse, as they inevitably, inevitably will.
2: Okay, she owns a restaurant that she works in, so perhaps maybe. I'll
12: pass, and I urge my colleagues to vote.
2: Hopefully, hopefully she understands the plight of service workers because she has been one. Like, she waitresses at her own restaurant. So perhaps she's nice to service workers. God, I fucking hope. Because you're right. She she has all the trappings of someone who would be horrible to a a worker. She got called out by uh, a local news anchor. Where's the fucking volume? Republican Congresswoman,
13: it's time that we acknowledge something that may be obvious by now. We hold Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert to a different standard than every other elected official in Colorado. We hold Congresswoman Boebert to a far lower lower standard. If we held her to the same standard as every other elected Republican and Democrat in Colorado, we would be here near nightly chronicling the cruel, false, and bigoted things that Boebert says for attention and fundraising. This is not about politics, assuming politics is still about things like taxes, national security, health care, jobs, and public lands. This is about us, as journalists, recognizing that we'll hold a politician accountable if they say something vile once, but we won't do it if they do it every day. Our double standard is unfair to all the elected officials in Colorado, Republicans and Democrats
2: who display human decency. Fuck yeah, good on that dude. Not just calling out Bovert on her bullshit, but calling out the media coverage of it. This was yesterday, I believe. The House officially votes to censure Paul Gozar over the I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. The anime video. What was it? Somebody somebody said it in the chat the other day. Attack on Titan. That had his face superimposed inside of it. Killing Congresswoman Cortez and attacking President Biden. This is this is the official official the
8: censorship. house will be in order.
14: Will Representative Gosar present himself in the well? Get for it and take
2: your punishment.
14: The resolution Asshole. The house has resolved that Representative Paul Gosar of Arizona be censured. That Representative Paul Gosar forthwith present himself in the well of the house for the pronouncement of censure. That Representative Paul Gosar be censured with the public reading of this resolution. ...by the Speaker, and that Representative Paul Gosser B., and is hereby removed from the Committee on Natural Resources and the Committee on Oversight and Reform.
2: He was on the... The white fucking supremacist was on the Committee on Oversight and Reform! It's amazing he had been stripped of that committee assignment before today. Or Yesterday. Thank
12: you, Madam Speaker.
2: This is Bobert defending Gosar against the accusations.
12: Democrat policies are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do but troll the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a...
2: How? How in the world do these people... Stand up here like just covered in self-righteous indignation and then accuse others of getting offended. What the fuck? I wish you people could feel embarrassment.
12: Dumb waste of the house's time. But since the speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband, and not her brother husband, the other one, over a million dollars in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists.
2: The Jihad Squad accuses her of praising terrorists. She's talking about uh, Representative Ilhan Omar and using a vicious right-wing lie to slander her on the House floor. Bobert should be censured as well for this speech.
12: A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse. And then the cherry on top. My colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California who is on the intelligence committee slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that.
2: That is not true, and no one, no official organization has accused him of that. There is no evidence that he did that whatsoever. That is just something that he, the report said that she had like infiltrated his campaign as like a volunteer campaign worker. It said she had slept with two Midwestern mayors. And from that report, these assholes have ran with it and said that Eric Swalwell slept with a Chinese spy, which there's no evidence of at this time. They're just making it up. So let me say that again. That's just fucking made up.
12: That again, a member of Congress who receives classified times briefings expired. was Gentlemen sleeping with the Florida. enemy. This is unacceptable, and this would never Good be. Gentlemen, his time's expired. Gentlemen from
6: Florida.
2: So, there you go. Representative Lauren Bobert defends Paul Gozar by attacking everybody else. What does Paul Gozar have to say in his own defense? Does he apologize for the video?
7: Thank you, Madam Speaker. I rise today to address and reject the mischaracterization, accusations from many in this body that the cartoon from my office is dangerous or threatening. It was not. And I reject the false narrative categorically. I do not espouse violence towards anyone. I never have.
2: I just, like, this motherfucker watches anime. This, what, in the, like... I can't believe a congressperson is tweeting out fucking anime clips in the first, like this whole thing is so absurd and the fact that his family has all come out and said like he's a, he's a psychopath and shouldn't be in office is just like what, what
7: not my purpose to make anyone upset. I voluntarily took the cartoon down, not because it was itself a threat, but because some thought it was. Out of compassion for those who generally felt offense, I self-censored. Last week, my staff posted a video depicting a policy battle regarding amnesty for tens of millions of illegal aliens. This is an enemy that speaks to young voters who are too often overlooked. Even Twitter the left's mouthpiece, did not remove the cartoon, noting it was in the public's interest for it to remain. Just say what a dumb fuck you are! Standing and the discussion of the real-life battle resulting from this administration's open border policies. This body is considering passage of Mr. Biden's reckless socialist Marxist 4.9 trillion dollar spending bill that provides $100 billion for amnesty to tens of millions of illegal aliens Already in this country. This is what the left doesn't want the American people to know. Our country is suffering from the plague of illegal immigration. I don't stop pointing this out, nor will I.
2: We, we have an actual plague going on, and he's, he's got to opine about a made-up plague. All condoned by
7: this administration. For this cartoon, some in Congress suggest I should be punished. I have said it decisively. There is no threat in the cartoon other than the threat to immig- the immigration poses to our country.
2: I didn't realize it was about immigration. Was that somewhere in the cartoon? We watched it last week. The
7: American people deserve to have their voices heard in Congress. No matter how much the left tries to quiet me, I will continue to speak out against amnesty for illegal aliens, defend the rule of law, and advance the American First Agenda.
14: Just- if I
7: must join... Alex- Gentlemen,
14: recognize recognized 30 seconds.
7: If I must join Alexander Hamilton, the first person attempted to be censored by this House, so be it. It is done. Madam Speaker, I yield back.
2: I mean, Hamilton's in vogue right now. Thanks to Lin-Manuel Miranda. That wasn't the last time we were going to hear about Lauren Boebert. The FBI raids the home of Mesa County clerk, Tina Peters, an election data breach investigation. This is, this is Tina right here next to my pillow guy. Federal state and local authorities searched the homes of Mesa County clerk, Tina Peters and three of her associates on Tuesday As part of an investigation into accusations, the elected official was involved in voting machine security breaches, according to an official who helped conduct the searches. The FBI carried out a court-ordered search of Peters' home in Mesa County on Tuesday morning, leaving her terrified, Peters said, Tuesday night in an appearance on Lindell TV. Oh shit, do we have... We've got to see this video then. Oh, now come on! Hey, this looks like a local news hit.
13: Been at the center of a criminal probe by the FBI, and her home is now one of four Western Colorado locations that were recently searched by law enforcement. The FBI and the Colorado Attorney General's Office, with local authorities, conducted the searches on Tuesday, amid ongoing investigations into the alleged security breach of election equipment from this year. The search of Peters' home came during an ongoing dispute between Clerk Peters and Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. According to 21st Judicial District Attorney Dan Rubenstein, the property searches occurred in both Mesa and Garfield counties at four separate locations, all tied to potential criminal activity by employees of the Mesa County Clerk's office and others associated with those employees. Now, according to Colorado Politics, Mike Lindell, the MyPillow CEO, a supporter of Peters, said Garfield County
1: This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news. I uh, know, you know, after this symposium, uh, you're going to hear the whole story tonight. But after this... Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa.
1: We down to, uh, actually, we, she was on there. Um, and I want to say, brought to the cyber... Um, definite opposite. Okay, is this, I, is I this her... Okay, That we, uh, uh, my son was, that this had to be done by machines. Now with all that, we put on Frank's feature. If you go down a couple, a couple rows here, um, it shows every state, what happened in your state.
2: That's not me cutting off his video. That's That's him cutting off his video.
1: Take out what was done through this cyber hack. Uh, and that's Donald, Donald Trump one, um, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, uh, Arizona, Nevada, and New Hampshire. Well, we didn't end up having Trump, but
2: fucking Mike Lindell definitely would have got me taken off of YouTube. Every
1: single state was, that was attacked and had uh, votes flipped. And we so got me, Tina now, Mike. We do have Tina. Okay. We've I'm-
2: got Tina now. Here we go. This is the main event.
1: I'm good. I'm good. So you had a little a little scare again. Um, tell us what you got. Back to your hotel, and we showed the picture of the break in.
14: Yeah, So usually the door slams when I when I close it. So I'm used to that sl- that door slamming. And I was gone probably ten fifteen minutes and got back, and the door was jacked. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and then when I went inside, I couldn't close it because the jam was uh, was. Altered,
1: right, right. Well, the um, you know, I guess we're gonna have to get you moved again, and we want to tell your story tonight. What can you tell everyone about yourself? Uh, a little background. What can you tell us about yourself?
14: Yeah, I'm a I'm a gold star mom. My son was was uh, in the navy uh, on the seal team for nine years, and uh, unfortunately, I lost him four years ago in a tragic accident. And um, before I ran for office, I I talked to him and I said, I said, Remington, I'm thinking about running for office. And he said, he said, mom, he says, you got this. The only thing is you'll probably do more than what's required. So he was very much ahead uh, in in support of me doing that. And uh, unfortunately, one month before the primary, uh, I lost him. And so I was elected to be the county clerk.
2: So this this woman was not the campaign manager for Lauren uh, Bobert. One of the three connected to her that had their homes raided was the campaign manager for so Lauren Bobert.
14: County, that and is uh, which is Mesa County is the last bastion of conservatism in Colorado. Uh, there's been a since then there has been. Uh, Numerous attempts to remove me from office, and um, well, so you're probably
1: batshit crazy, woman. Aging couple years to right. so, but you're but- in charge of the elections in Mesa County.
14: Yes, I'm the elected official in charge of elections in Mesa County, with the official custody, of... which
2: is scary the as fuck.
14: And electronics. And I they, have um, the. Uh-
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
14: I was just going to say, I have the fiduciary duty to the citizens of Mesa County who elected me to ensure the integrity of elections.
2: Yeah, and this is not as juicy as I'm, I was hoping it would be. Uh, this is just fucking boring ass economics. shit. So, uh, you know, I'm, I think really a right the election on.
14: processes should be open and transparent.
2: So, two men said to be cleared in the 1965
15: killing of Malcolm X. We begin with a stunning development in the assassination of Malcolm X. After serving decades in prison, two men found guilty in the crime. Is Is it stunning to me
2: that the U.S. justice system fucked up? No! What kind of news reporter are you that it's stunning to you that the U.S. justice system fucked
0: up? nearly fifty-seven years after the civil rights leader was killed during a speech at the Audubon Ballroom in Washington Heights, Mike Satz starts us off with how this could rewrite the history of the notorious murder. Mike,
15: yeah, Laurie and Steve. So the two men, Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam, had long maintained their innocence, and now after they spent two decades in prison, more than thirty years since their parole, and twelve years after one of the men died. The Manhattan DA is set to officially recognize the wrongful convictions. Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam were convicted 55 years ago for the 1965 murder of Malcolm X. And now, the men once known as Norman 3X Butler and Thomas 15X Johnson will have their names cleared.
10: Think about the years that these men lost, their lives.
15: Yeah. Were- Civil rights and criminal defense attorney Earl Ward says Manhattan D.A. Cyrus Vance Jr. is right to move for wrongful convictions after concluding the FBI and NYPD withheld key exculpatory evidence from the defense leading up to the 1966 murder trial. Surprise, surprise! While I do not need this court, these prosecutors, or a piece of paper to tell me that I am innocent, I am glad that my family, my friends, and the attorneys who have worked and supported me all these years are finally seeing the truth we have all known, officially recognized. The evidence surrounding Malcolm X's assassination has long been publicly available, and the Manhattan DA opened the inquiry early last year after Netflix aired activist and investigative journalist Abdur Rahman Muhammad's documentary series, Who Killed Malcolm X?
8: The official count of Who Killed Malcolm X, it's not true.
10: But for that documentary, this exoneration would not have happened, and and it, it shouldn't be that way.
15: It
2: shouldn't be that way that it takes Netflix to...
15: ...was shot in the leg following the assassination. Overturned convictions. ...the crime and said Aziz and Halim were innocent. Aziz, now 83, was released from prison in 1985. Islam was released two years later and died in 2009. And Ward says their stories, while high profile, are far from unique.
10: Based on my years of experience doing these cases, there are plenty of people who are incarcerated right now who are innocent, and you are fighting for their innocence.
15: DA Vance, along with lawyers for Aziz and Islam, and the Innocence Project plan to make their exoneration request official before a judge tomorrow afternoon at the minute. The
2: Capitol. Innocence Project is one of the charities I say, that yeah. I frequently give money to. That is a cause I've been motivated by for a long time, and a story that really been bothering me was the Julius Jones story in Oklahoma. Jones today receiving clemency, sparing his life just hours before his scheduled execution. Oklahoma governor, Kevin Stitt commuted Jones's death sentence to life without parole. The clemency board had recommend, uh, recommended with parole, a partial adoption of recommendation from the state's pardon and parole board. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt granted clemency on Thursday to Julius Jones, a man who was previously facing execution later today as punishment for a murder he says he did not commit. Stitt's decision came after the state's pardon and parole board twice recommended clemency for Jones, citing evidence of his innocence and his young age at the time of the crime. Personally, I believe in death penalty cases, there should be no doubts. And put simply, I have doubts about the case. Board Chairman Adam Luck said at Jones' first clemency hearing in September, the Pardon and Parole Board recommended Stitt commute Jones's sentence to life with the possibility of parole, but on Thursday, Stitt specifically blocked Jones from pursuing freedom through parole. After prayerful... Prayerful prayerful, after prayerful, prayerful, am I stoned or is that just like a weird fucking word, prayerful consideration, after prayerful consideration, in reviewing materials presented by all sides of this case, I have determined to commute Julius Jones's sentence to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole," Stitt said in a statement. Stitt ordered that Jones shall not be eligible to apply for one of uh, or be considered for a commutation, pardon, or parole for the remainder of his life. Although the pardon and parole board made its recommendations on September 13th and November 1st. Stitt waited until hours before Jones' scheduled execution because he's a fucking asshole to announce his decision. The delay meant that Jones spent weeks on highly restrictive death watch while he and his family waited to see if he would be allowed to live. And how ironic is it that you put somebody on death watch that you're getting ready to execute? Inhumanely, I might add, the last execution that they did two or three weeks ago, they absolutely tortured a man to death. Georgia. We have the ongoing trial of the McMichael Brothers. Travis McMichael took the stand while questioned by the prosecution admitted to lying. And seeing how I
12: was
16: talking, understressed, nervous, scared. I know what I was talking about here and that that's what I was talking about. They call the cops, you know. Stop where you're at, call the cops. I'm probably choppy.
2: He had claimed that Amond Aubrey had tried to grab his gun. This is the same defense that Rittenhouse is using. We'll get to that here in a second. He claimed that Amon Aubrey tried to grab his gun, and is it going to admit
16: that that is a lie? To him, being nervous and saying that I was saying this to Mr. Aubrey, and then he takes off running. If you're running, he continued running. He takes off running. I think that's what I was talking about there.
5: So what were you nervous about while giving the statement?
16: I just killed a man. I had blood on me still. Mm-hmm. I was the most traumatic event of my life. I was I was scared to death. I mean, it was... You might have the man felt. It was the most traumatic event of my life. I don't know anybody who wouldn't be scared or stressed or terrified or anything. I mean, it was it was horrible.
5: I'm talking about giving your statement two hours later at a police station. You were nervous because you thought you were going to jail, right?
16: No. I was... I gave him a statement. I mean, it... it you, somebody me.
5: you don't think you're going to jail? Is what you're saying?
16: I was going through an investigation. I was following the investigation.
5: So, you saw officer for Sir Duggan's body cam, correct? Mm-hmm. Officer Duggan, the first officer who testified, his body cam. Yes, ma'am. All right. You were standing right behind Officer Duggan while all that went on, right?
16: Uh, Yeah, I guess. Yes, ma'am.
5: Okay. So you've just shot Mr. Arbery three times with a shotgun, correct? Correct. He's dead on the scene, correct? Correct. He's unarmed, correct? He was. All right. And your father came up to you and grabbed you by the shoulders and went, and there were three of you. You had no choice. You had no choice,
2: right? You saw that. Yes. All right. Which is absolute bullshit. Said that he misspoke in his statement to police because he was scared to death. I wish we had more video. I should have dug up more video. My apologies. We're going to be keeping a close eye on this trial and the other trial that's going on. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial concluded jury deliberation for the third day today without reaching a verdict. Which tells me they are highly contemplating charging him or convicting him on something. And and there's at least a segment of the jury that wants to convict him. They don't even have the gun charge anymore, so at least like negligent homicide. It's going to be quite wild to see the right-wing the way they've reacted to the trial thus far has been just to completely spit on the prosecution, and make a hero out of Rittenhouse, and be wild if the jury comes back and they return uh, a verdict. My my assessment has always been that the most likely outcome is a hung jury. I stand by that. But if they were going to just let him off, I don't think it would have, the deliberations would have taken this long. They would be reviewing video the way they have. This is Mark McCloskey. I believe he's a personal injury attorney running for Senate. He's the dude that pointed guns at Black Lives Matter protesters in St. Louis. He was on with, is uh, this Jesse Waters? On Fox right News,
3: for the verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the case brings to mind a similar incident from Missouri in June 2020. Mark and Patricia became political targets of the left after they stood up to an angry mob of a similar. In- How is that similar in, in any way? of their home, Mark and Patricia used their Second Amendment rights to arm themselves and defend their property. The McCluskey's never fired a single shot, but the liberal media vilified them. And smeared them as out of control, gun-toting racists. Well, they—they they the are assholes. Are not
17: an aberration. They are not an anomaly. They are a product of their environment because the American environment prioritizes white people, white wealth, and white land at the expense of all others.
3: Sound familiar? Now they're doing the exact same thing to Kyle Rittenhouse.
2: What she said was true. What she said was true. What she said was true. And, and this farce of a trial is proving it.
3: Just another American who was fearful for his life as a BLM protest destroyed a city. Mark McCluskey was in Kenosha today showing support for Rittenhouse, and he joins me now. Right, he so
2: feared for right his there, life when wow. he was the
0: only one More. that killed anybody that night. Weird. Well, you know, it's really kind of interesting. The uh, steps of the courthouse have been occupied. I've been up here for two days by uh, an angry group of screaming and uh, potentially threatening uh, protesters, uh, peaceful, mostly peaceful protesters. Uh- that's, a, that's a joke
2: on the right, by the way, mostly peaceful protesters. That means that they're incredibly violent. That they're going to attack him at any moment. I promise you that if the jury returns a verdict, the rights. Line is going to be that they felt threatened by the protesters outside of the courthouse. I guarantee goddamn you that they felt the, the liberal pressure of the woke mob, the socialist mob, would have hurt them, the anonymous jury. If they, not not that they heard the evidence. And received instructions from a judge and actually returned a guilty verdict. The right will believe a conspiracy theory that it was because of the woke fucking mob. Mark my
0: word. Underneath a banner today that said, Revolution, nothing less. And, uh, uh, and I was told today, amongst other things, that I was a uh, white supremacist, and that the uh, that, and, I, and I said to the, the lady who was out. Um, well, uh, how how are you going to bring the the country together? How are we going to heal these? Just
2: just like Jesse Waters introduced the package and said that the left was uh, calling him a racist, and they played the clip. And it was just a woman, a, a opinion contributor, saying that it uplifts white wealth and white power. The system uplifts white wealth and white power. That was all she said. A factually true statement. But what Jessie Waters heard was she called Mark McCloskey a, a homophobic racist bigot
0: wounds if you're standing here screaming at me that uh, that I'm a white supremacist and I'm the problem. And the answer was that once we've eliminated all you white supremacists, uh, then we'll have peace. And uh, that's, that's the mood outside the courthouse today.
3: Oh, that sounds like a beautiful time. Doubt! There. Courthouse steps, so a bunch of anarchists and communists.
2: And and, and make make just no mistake about it, you. that's the way they fucking think. If we could just eliminate all these stupid leftists and communists, we'd have it made. That's the way they think. So when they say this shit, they are projecting one hundred percent. And smearing you.
3: When you saw what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse, and you've seen this develop, you've probably watched a lot of the courtroom stuff very similar to your situation what specifically how because it was again race and trying to put down anybody that could stand up to a mob
0: well once again you have to understand that everything is racism even though the crowd that was in front of my house the mob that broke down my gate and stormed into my property and threatened me with death and raping my wife and burning down my house and killing my dog
2: never happened none of that happened we we watched the fucking video of what did happen. Heard none of that. None of that was said to this man. He is full of shit. Sir, you are full of... I wish you people could feel embarrassment.
0: Despite the fact that in retrospect, when you view the videos, it's it's mostly white folk. Um, but nonetheless, I was a racist immediately, labeled a racist by the, by the press before the last person left my front yard, and uh, have been labeled such ever since. And then you've got Kyle Rittenhouse, where the president of the United States calls him a white supremacist based on... Never
2: ap- fucking, never fucking, never fucking happened! It was a campaign ad, we watched it. And it shows a picture of him as some, as like some MSNBC commentator is talking about violence and white supremacy being tied into it. So this motherfucker gets on Fox News and is like, Joe Biden called him a white supremacist. What the fuck? Just like the whole idea that they called parents terrorists. Like, it's nonsense. These people just make up bullshit to be offended by, and then call us snowflakes.
0: And it's not just in, in the Rittenhouse case, but it happened up in Minneapolis, where the vice president, now the vice president, was bailing people out of jail, so they go out and riot the next day. The vice president... the pre- He was also
2: a prosecutor that locked up a shit ton of people, dude.
0: Case, that, they, ...that we needed to have the correct verdict, not the one based on the evidence not the one based on what the people in the courthouse courtroom heard or what the jury heard but what was
2: political wait, wait 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 how is posting people's bail influencing their their judicial due process sir he knows that's a lie he's a lawyer he's a fucking, he's a personal injury attorney
0: he knows better than that fuck off dude them, or there'd be violence and that's just you know if that's the state of our country you know we're in for a world of hurt
3: and you also had a crooked prosecutor, remember? She slung a bunch of charges at you, kind of like Binger, you know? Just shoot first, ask questions later, and... No,
2: that is... God damn it, Jesse, state. what that is what all prosecutors do. That is literally... How they fucking manipulate poor people in the legal system. They throw the, the most severe charges they can at you in order to try to get you to plead out to the lesser charges that they could actually make stick. They do it to everybody!
3: ...her face, right? Is she still... Is she still a DA there? That Soros fund? The
2: audacity to do it to a rich white man. She got
0: reelected, no figure. Uh, she's going to be uh, uh, coming up on some ethical charges here Uh-oh. in the first of the year. And she may or may not continue to have a license after that. But you know, they're pres- He has
2: filed an ethics complaint against her, and nothing will come of it
0: standing on the front porch of the house, my wife and I were engaged in crimes of moral turpitude and we're not fit to be attorneys any longer. You You
2: were brandishing weapons! All right, Mark, uh,
3: you've seen it all. That I can tell you. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: (laughs) Mark, you've seen it all! I don't know what that means. Earlier today, Judge... Judge Schroeder, Schroeder. He was ticketed for uh... ban MSNBC from the courtroom. I mean, he's. Uh, I'm I'm more on the on the pacifist side. I don't think anybody should be shot over some bullshit. I think we're too quick to shoot people in this fucking country. But, like, if Rittenhouse gets to make a self-defense argument, every single one of his victims had a better claim to self-defense than Rittenhouse did. So all of their actions would have been justified since Rittenhouse was the first person to point a gun at somebody. I'm with you, brother. Violating a traffic control signal?
1: Uh, he's not here today, from what I'm told. And um,
2: I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building for the duration of this trial. Uh, this is a very serious matter, and I'm. So now he, he was behind the jury boss, apparently following them to the hotel. He ran a red light in order to keep up with the bus and got pulled over. He was a freelancer. He didn't actually work for NBC News. Don't know what the ultimate truth of it is, but absolutely it it, it would go without much thinking as someone who is following the jury bus. uh, That is a very, it's extremely serious matter and uh, will be referred to the... Uh, proper authorities for further. I read the I read the report. the uh, The proper authorities said no criminal activity took place. Just so you know, an anti Rittenhouse protester body slams a reporter outside of the Kenosha courthouse has been arrested for battery. One of the two protesters arrested outside of the Kenosha courthouse, the man seen wearing a "fuck Kyle" T-shirt. His officers took him into custody. is facing charges related to bell jumping, meaning he has a prior criminal record. Fox News Digital has learned. The jury in the trial for Kyle Rittenhouse is expected to enter a third day of deliberation on a Thursday. That was today. They did indeed. They will enter a fourth day tomorrow. Leave it to Fox News to dig up dirt on... People they want to paint in a bad light. Ben Shapiro likes to do the same thing. This is Gage uh arrested for DUI months after being shot. I'm not going to play the whole fucking thing because it's just fucking bullshit. I wanted to show you that Ben Shapiro from The Daily Wire shared this out. I'm sure Matt Walsh, The Daily Wire itself, all their, their ecosystem, echo chamber ecosystem fucking shared the video around I'm sure to try to paint Grosskreutz in a bad light this happened on October 6th so it was about what a month and a half after getting shot in the streets during a protest it was about a month and a half After he was shot by Kyle Rittenhouse, the man was arrested for DUI. The ride is going to make a big deal about it. Like this changes anything to think the dude had a issue with drinking after he got shot in the fucking shoulder. Almost died. He's the one that survived. There's a thing called Survivor's Guilt. I think it's gross on the part of right-wing media. But that's the way they operate. However, Joe Rogan apparently has a problem with the liberal media and their coverage of the Rittenhouse trial people oh, need I'm to sure understand this is going to be a fantastic this propaganda take. is
18: so dangerous not because they're just telling lies but they're attempting to control the narrative which is an attempt to control your mind and that's what's dangerous whether you're republican or a democrat that should seriously concern you because this is what they do to control the minds of millions of people and it's allowed on a daily basis and it's, it's like why don't it's encouraging why don't people take issue with this that people are trying to control your mind but it's
14: so sad because i don't know any progressive i know a lot of progressives and not one of them is
2: alex jones Joe Rogan. Victims of
14: Kyle was a pedophile. They all think it was an innocent black BLM and, protester.
2: And, who
8: raped a kid? It's not like he had a tra- traction.
2: Oh my god. They've got Michael Malice, Tim Pool, Joe Rogan, Alex. This is like a fucking parade of chuckle fucks up in here. Who put this shit together for like who, who believes there was like some Twitter thread of some unknown person was like, I was under the impression that Rittenhouse's, of uh, victims were black. Who the fuck ever said that? I don't under like, what are the, they're accusing the media of some shit they made up. Control your mind. It's so sad because
14: I don't know any progressive. I know a lot of progressives, and not one of them knows that one of the victims of Kyle was a pedophile. They all think it was an innocent black
6: BLM
8: protester. Who raped the kid? What?
9: Would?
2: Would? I doubt. Doubt. I like. Stop arguing with the liberal that's in your head,
8: kid. It's not like he had a traction. Five kids, five, yes. kids.
2: Okay. five
14: kids, and he was an underage boy during this, you know, so, battle so with him. So it's, it messes with people so badly. I know so many people that have no information about the case but have an opinion completely
2: yeah. made up. It's Wasn't sad. the other guy, didn't he get all his charges dismissed on previous Six cases? days before. Like, yeah, Six days yeah, he before he had prison. a DUI
16: charge dropped, but he was a career criminal. I mean, he went down for domestic abuse, prowling, trespassing, two DUIs, felony burglary, two counts of carrying a firearm while intoxicated. Bro. this is so, cult shit. Yeah. Yep. We're in a cult. yeah
2: this is yes, a cult. Tell us, Joe. We're in a cult. Tell us, Joe. Tell us, Joe. Joe, Joe Speak to us, tell leader. Us. Yes, this is. Good. Yes, you guys are in a fucking cult. That is correct, sir. I agree with Joe Rogan. How does the Kool Aid taste? Shut, shut up, Doctor Joe. How does the Kool Aid? Oh, we are in a cult. Not, Joe, shut up. This information is not based on reality. This is yes. a left-wing cult, and they're they're pumping stuff out, and then they're confirming. belief. They're they're all getting together and they're ignoring contrary evidence. That's exactly what he that's exactly what you guys are doing. What are you what the fuck are you talking about, Joe Rogan? You guys just all got together and circle jerked yourselves over beating up a straw man that the young lady presented yes they're ignoring any narrative that challenges their belief about what happened and they're not looking at it realistically they're only looking at it like you would look at it if you're in a fucking cult amazing 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 Only the way you would look at it if you were in a fucking cult. Like, like these people who are, we had the story of the patient that requested ivermectin and died because... Apparently, the family is trying to say because the hospital wouldn't treat her with ivermectin. Now we have a doctor in Houston who says she is going to resign.
0: My doctor is
7: defending herself
14: after parting ways with Houston Methodist. The hospital says she was suspended last week for posting misinformation about COVID-19.
0: Now, Dr.
6: Mary Bowden has resigned. Stephanie Whitfield has both sides of this story.
17: It's just completely ridiculous.
2: Dr. Mary Bowden was suspended. First of all, what the fuck is Dr. Mary Bowden a doctor of? That's the first thing I want to know.
17: From Houston Methodist before ever admitting a patient. She says trouble started when she decided to focus on unvaccinated patients at her private practice. People she claims were being discriminated against.
12: Am I going to enforce it? Probably not. You know, I'm not going to I'm not I'm not the type of person to just turn people away, but I
17: was trying to make a point. Dr. Bowden says her social media posts were also a problem for the hospital. She tweeted opposing vaccine mandates and in favor of giving some covid patients ivermectin. It's a drug federal health officials say has not been proven safe and effective in treating the virus. The hospital released a statement saying these opinions which are harmful to the community do not reflect reliable medical evidence or the values of Houston Methodist. The government yes.
12: and Methodist hospital, it's one size fits all, no matter what. And if you voice any concerns, then
17: you're you're attacked, you're bullied, and that's 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 China, that's not America. Houston Methodist doctor bowden was suspended for spreading dangerous misinformation which is not based in science. I'm not. Yes. A quack. Correct.
2: I, yes, you, you are a father. quack. I'm a
12: mom. I I have four kids. I I want the best for my patients. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not
17: dangerous. Doctor Bowden has. I think you are privileges. Parting ways with the hospital for good. I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing because I'm helping people.
2: Stephanie Whitfield. What kind of doctor was she? ENT and sleep medicine. Apparently, she's been doing the talk show rounds. I want to know what what the fuck kind of doctor you are, ma'am. I want to know your qualifications. She is a plastic surgeon. Dr. Mary T. Bowden is a plastic surgeon, not a not a respirologist or, or virologist or epidemiologist. She is a plastic surgeon. That makes a. Di- I wish that. How, how is that not information that is included in a local news hit? Because that is relevant. I'm sure she can give you a good nose job. Head and neck plastic surgery is what she is experienced in. I'm sure business is very good. Wow. Meanwhile, we have a new COVID law going into effect in Tennessee. Should dying COVID patients be able to receive in-person visitation under new state law passed with a slew of other COVID-19 restrictions, end-of-life COVID-19 visitations would be allowed in Tennessee hospitals, forcing them to change visitor guidelines. Because, of course, someone dying of a highly contagious infectious disease What you really want to do is expose them to more people. The new changes come to Tennessee thanks to a far reaching omnibus COVID restrictions bill. Dr. Martin, who has been on the front lines of the pandemic and is often a communication buffer holding an iPad between families and dying COVID patients, says the separation takes a toll on families despite some initial concerns Governor Bill Lee signed the bill forcing hospitals to allow families to be at the side of COVID patients taking a downward spiral some Tennesseans say they recognize the possible danger it could propose I think if it was me I would want somebody from my family to be with me I really 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 would many say if it could be done safely patients should have their family by their side can it be done safely safely That's why when I was trolling on the issue, I pointed out several people said that, well, healthcare workers don't get COVID. As of October of last year, it was 36% of COVID cases were among healthcare workers. Yeah. I think it was 36, maybe. It was 37. I don't know. Stoner. 30 something vials labeled smallpox found by lab worker cleaning freezer in Pennsylvania well that's not comforting vials labeled as smallpox were discovered at a Pennsylvania lab the Centers for Disease Control Prevention said on Wednesday the frozen vials were, inc- uh, were incidentally discovered by a laboratory worker while cleaning out a freezer in a facility that conducts vaccine research in Pennsylvania. The contents appeared to be intact and the CDC is partnering with law enforcement to investigate, the agency said. The laboratory worker who discovered the vials was wearing gloves and a face mask. There is no indication that anyone has been exposed to the small number of frozen vials. Smallpox was eradicated in the 1970s, but vaccines still exist in case of an outbreak, according to the CDC. Once a person develops a smallpox rash, the vaccine can protect or cannot protect them. About three in 10 people with smallpox die. Uh, NBC Philadelphia reported that the vials were found at a Merck facility in Montgomery County, about 30 miles northwest of Philadelphia only two facilities in the world are supposed to have doses of the virus CDC's Atlanta headquarters and a Russian lab well how did they get to the Pennsylvania lab then Merck did not respond to a request for comment on Wednesday the Department of Health and Human Services also did not respond to a request for comment that's kind of concerning Meanwhile, some good news when it comes to viruses. A second HIV patient has been cleared of the virus without antiviral drugs. In Time Magazine, researchers have identified the second HIV patient to apparently clear the virus from her body without the use of antiviral drugs, according to a report published Monday in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Yes, I said A. A now 31-year-old woman who was diagnosed with HIV in 2013 only took antiretroviral therapy for six months during pregnancy to prevent transmitting the infection to her baby. Yet multiple sophisticated tests Looking for genetic evidence of HIV in the patient's blood showed no intact virus cells or no intact virus in her cells. According to Dr. Zhu Yu, who led the research team reporting on the case, she's a principal investigator at the uh, Ragon Institute of Massachusetts General Hospital, MIT, and Harvard, as well as an associate professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School findings suggest that the patient's immune system was even able to clear the reservoirs of HIV that allow the virus to continue replicating for decades. Current anti-HIV drugs can lower virus levels to undetectable levels but can't completely rid the body of these lingering reservoirs of the virus. Oh wow that's a fucking breakthrough. There have been previous reports of patients who stopped taking anti-HIV medications and achieved undetectable virus levels for years, including Timothy Ray Brown, who's also known as the Berlin patient, and Adam Cassiolo, the London patient. Both, however, have been diagnosed with cancer and benefited from having a stem cell transplant to treat it, which replaced their immune cells with ones from donors that included cells that could block HIV infection. They also likely continue to harbor... uh, Latent reservoirs of HIV, which have been eliminated in the patient you was describing. The woman is the second patient to apparently clear the virus in this way. Uz team described the first person known as the San Francisco patient in 2020. The second patient, who's from uh, Esperanza, Argentina, is working with Uz team and continues to provide blood samples for ongoing research studies. All right, kiddos, hang on to your seats. Going from enlightening to insufferable with Texas Dad delivering a fiery speech about the porn in his kid's school. Let me set this up again. A man is going to a school board. He is upset about the porn in his kids' school. Apparently, it's not diverse enough or something. There's not enough lesbian porn. Not enough uh, male, male, female. Maybe there's not enough pegging porn for his taste. Let's see what his complaint is about the porn in his kids' school. Uh, Good evening. I know it isn't.
7: However, it is not unreasonable for us to expect you to take action in two ways. First, by preventing building garbage from even entering the school. And second, if something happens to enter the school without your knowledge, to immediately and decisively remove it. The simple reality is that the members of this board failed both capacities. We have allowed the hiring of agenda-driven teachers
1: and administrators who dictate what the books are allowed in the classroom.
2: To we can't really hear what he's saying, unfortunately. Didn't sound all that uh, fiery as the Daily Caller described it. It's fucking impossible to hear. Locally, I have a local news hit on it. that we actually can know what was going on. I'm sure it was just some AP book with a racy sex scene. First tonight, a group of parents say they
14: are shocked about the kind of books available in high school libraries in Katy ISD.
6: Yeah, they read passages from books tonight they consider to be pornography. But others say they need proper context. Matt Doherty was at the media tonight and has both sides of this story. Matt?
19: Yeah, even though students today have access to more adult content than any generation in the past, parents tonight said that doesn't mean they should be able to find it in a public school library.
12: I'm reading from the book Jack of Hearts by Elsie Rosen, which is currently in Jordan High School.
19: The description's too graphic for air of sexual acts inside these young adult books. Jack of Hearts.
2: <laughs> it's, it, well, it's probably like an award-winning Pulitzer Prize book it's or some shit. The library of
19: Jordan High School is just one of the books parents read from tonight that they want removed. According to the review linked to the book on the school library's website, the story's protagonist, quote, doles out sex tips to teens of all orientations, also advises those who aren't sure about sex. It says it's, quote, What was the name of the book again? Jack of Hearts, which is the library of Jordan High School, is just one of the books parents read from tonight that they want removed. According to the review linked to the book on the school library's website, the story's protagonist, quote, doles out sex tips to teens of all orientations, also advises those who aren't sure about sex. It says it's, quote, best suited for older readers. Young adult novelist Donna Freitas wrote in an op-ed for Time magazine, arguing that reading these stories...
2: So it was too graphic for the local news hit, but I can read you some of the passages... My first time, getting it in the butt was kind of weird. I think it's going to be weird for everyone's first time, though. Meet Jack Rothman. He's 17 and loves partying, makeup, and boys, sometimes all at the same time. His sex life makes him the hot topic for the high school gossip machine. But who cares? Like Jack always says, it could be worse. He doesn't actually expect that to come true, but after Jack starts writing an online sex advice column, the mysterious love letters he's been getting take a turn for the creepy. Jack's secret admirer knows everything. Where he's hanging out, who he's sleeping with, who his mum is dating. They claim they love Jack, but not his unsmashedly queer lifestyle. This has to be a British book. Uh, They need him to curb his sexuality, or they'll force him. As pressure mounts, Jack must unmask his stalker before their obsession becomes genuinely dangerous. Uh, Published in 2018, Little Brown Books for Young Readers. It does sound like a young adult novel. Novel
19: in an educational setting opens up a discussion among teens, helping them navigate through big topics like relationships and consent. But the parents tonight, Jack
2: me off.
17: I cannot even imagine how
12: I would feel if my child came home with this type of book.
2: We cannot unread this type of content.
19: Karen Perez says books like these should be put in a special section. This
2: is, this is the same We Played video a month ago, maybe. This has been going on for a while. This is this past Monday. But a month ago, the woman was like, I've never had anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. You fuck all parents that do this shit.
19: of the library where parents have to give permission for their child to read them.
2: They were the worst porn that you've ever
5: seen. It was just incredible. Our kids, they shouldn't be sexualizing our kids. It's also complicated
14: and tragic and life sex. Just want to mention, I've never said the f-word ever in my
2: life before until just now. So, Katie <laughs> <laughs> they forced this woman to get this book from the library so that you like fucking they put together a group to go to the library of this school and comb through the books in this library and read this shit no fucking way I wish, I wish you people could feel embarrassment.
19: ...about the books these parents believe are objectionable. The parents are... Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. I've I've seen some fucking hardcore... Man, there is German porn. I don't think it's the worst porn I've ever seen. God damn, right-wingers are morons. (sighs) (sighs) Ah... A high school student is suing the district now after they were suspended for saying there are only two genders, according to a lawsuit. New Hampshire teenager is suing his school district after he was allegedly suspended from athletics for saying there are only two genders. I kind of doubt that he was suspended for that. I'm assuming there is way more to this story. The Exeter High School freshman said in the suit that he was hit with a one-game football suspension in September, stemming from a text conversation he had with another student off school grounds. Doubt! The lawsuit was filed November 4th through an attorney with the Christian organization Cornerstone Action. There you have it. You know it's not above the board. Just I, I am, I am prejudging the organization just because it calls itself the Christian organization, Cornerstone Action. The attorneys claim that he stated a Catholic-based belief that there are only male and female genders. I don't even think that's a Catholic-based belief. I think Catholics believe in all kinds of stupid fucking shit, don't they? The kid's lawsuit also claims Exeter's policy on non-binary gender identity and pronouns infringes on his First Amendment rights. Wow! The policy says students have the right to be addressed by a name and pronoun of their choosing related to their gender identities and also says those who don't recognize others' gender identities or pronouns are violating the policy. The student doesn't deny he violated the policy, the lawsuit says, according to the Herald. He, in fact, denied and will continue to deny that any person can belong to a gender other than that of male or female, the lawsuit says. Well, I'm sorry. If the school district actually takes the time to fight it, you can bring in a biologist that will tell you, like, dude, you're kind of wrong on that one. Sorry. The student, it goes on, will never refer to any individual using plural pronouns such as they, but this is a a tactic that I've seen pop up with right-wingers, and I would say Rittenhouse is going to go down this route if he is legally able to, depending on the outcome of his case. Like the Sandman, the Nicholas Sandman, the kid that was smirking at the... Native American activist. He sued CNN. You will see right-wingers say that he won a $25 million judgment against CNN. That never happened. He sued CNN for $25 million and I guarantee you settled for less than CNN would have been out on their lawyer fees, so CNN settled. Though they shouldn't because the dude didn't have a fucking case. But the lawsuit itself was a PR stunt. And I kind of have a feeling that this is the kind of lawsuit that also falls into that category. It's simply a PR stunt. The student, it goes on, will never refer to any individual using plural pronouns such as they. Using contrived pronouns such as Z or with any similar terminology that reflects values which the student does not share. I had that caller that wanted that was so hung up unlike the, the fifty-three genders or whatever, and like I had to go and find out like they're getting that from the fact that like Facebook had 53 different gender options. Who cares? Who cares that Facebook put 53 different gender options? Why do you get like, I feel like it's these people might very well have issues with their own gender identity. I don't know what other reason they would fixate, fixate on this shit so much. That this motherfucker would spend money on an attorney to file a lawsuit where he says 100% he violated the school's policy, they gave him a one game suspension, a one game suspension, but this is a fucking show suit, you know it. Meanwhile our legal system is coming down hard on a man for exercising his first amendment right to flip off fucking Christ. I thought about saving this story for the freak show on Friday, but let's let's some find out terrifying moments in one of East Tennessee's biggest churches terrifying 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 okay change my mind that something terrifying happened because the headline is a dude flipped off jesus
1: it happened at first baptist concord during sunday morning worship authorities say a man came into the sanctuary in farragut cursing they say he was flipping off jesus they say 23 year old anthony beeler was and he was restrained and carried out of the sanctuary. Beeler is now charged with disorderly conduct.
2: What was the word? Terrifying? I was not convinced that anything terrifying happened. I uh, sir, I will buy you a beer. Anthony Bueller. Bueller. He was cursing and flipping off Jesus. He's he's probably having some sort of emotional break. Jail is the last place he needs to be. He probably needs some sort of counseling. He needs somebody to talk to I have not, but we're going we're going to see the mugshot. Yep. Yep. That, that looks about right. Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm using an ad blocker. Motherfuckers. I'll get around it. Ah, it looks about right to me. I, I, I highly enjoy mushrooms. I also highly enjoy seeing Elon Musk get dunked on. But I like—I never thought I'd find myself in a situation where I'm rooting on J.P. Morgan. Who is now suing Tesla over Elon Musk's tweets. J.P. Morgan Chase on Monday sued Tesla for $162 million accusing Elon Musk's electric car company of flagrantly breaching a contract related to stock warrants after its share price soared. According to the complaint filed in Manhattan federal court, Tesla in 2014 sold uh, sold warrants to JP Morgan that would pay off if their strike price were below Tesla's share price upon the warrant's expiration in June and July of 2021. JP Morgan, which said it had authority to adjust the strike price, said it substantially reduced the strike price after Musk's August 7th, 2018 tweet. My bad. I thought this had to do with his other tweets that he's Fucking, which tweet are we talking about when we're talking about Elon Musk and tweeting? Musk's August 7th, 2018, tweet that he might take Tesla private. At four twenty per share. Cause he honest to God has a stunted development and had funding secured and reversed some of the reduction when Musk abandoned the idea 17 days later. But Tesla's share price rose approximately tenfold by the time the warrants expired, and JP Morgan said this required Tesla under its contract to deliver shares of its stock or cash. The bank said Tesla's failure to do that amounted to a default. Oh, fuck yeah, Tesla. Get fucking sued. Nobody to root for here, though. As a friend of mine likes to say. There is somebody to root for in the battle between the UN and Elon, though. Elon Musk gets proof from the UN that his taxes could combat world poverty, The World Food Program lays out a plan to assist 42 million people facing famine in a one-time appeal to billionaires. So a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, I don't remember how long ago it's been, the UN put out a statement that just $6 billion could end world hunger. Elon said, I'll do it right now if you'll show me the accounting the UN has put up. United Nations has provided Tesla CEO Elon Musk with the plan he requested for how $6 billion worth of Tesla stocks would be spent to end world hunger. Mr. Musk earlier promised- If they punk him out of his fucking money, oh my god! Oh my- Fuck yeah, I am so behind this. Mr Musk earlier promised to sell some of his shares if the UN revealed how the funds would be used in a Twitter conversation with David Beasley the executive director who was a Republican governor by the way here in the US the executive director for the UN World Food Program and former Republican governor thank you independent former Republican governor of South Carolina urged Mr Musk and other billionaires to help solve world hunger If WFP can describe on this Twitter thread exactly how six... They probably delivered a detailed plan to him in person. And he's going to be like, no, I said on the Twitter thread, you don't get the six billion... But it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent, Mr. Musk said. The world is on fire. I've been warning about the perfect storm brewing due to COVID, conflict, climate shocks, and now rising supply chain costs, Mr. uh, Mr. Beasley tweeted on Monday. It is here. 45 million lives are at stake and increasing daily. If you don't feed people, you feed conflict, destabilization, and mass migration. This hunger crisis is urgent, unprecedented, and avoidable. At Elon Musk, you ask for a clear plan and open books. Here it is. Oh shit, he even put it on the Twitter thread. We're ready to talk with you and anyone else who is serious about saving lives. The ask is $6.6 billion to avert famine in 2022. In a one-time appeal to billionaires, the WFP laid out its plan to assist 42 million people facing famine, requesting $6.6 billion. U.N. said $3.5 billion would be used for food and its delivery, which would include the cost of shipping and transport, as well as storage and last-mile food delivery via air, land, and river. It would also fund truck drivers and security measures needed in conflict-affected zones to distribute food to those who need it most. In areas where markets are functional, the U.N. said $2 billion is needed for cash and food vouchers. This type of assistance enables those most in need to buy food of their choice and supports local economies. Fucking A. I saw a picture of Elon's uh, mother. I don't think I saved it. She looks exactly like you think she would look. Speaking of asshole billionaires. Jeff Bezos earns groans at a charity gala for only donating half a mill. We're starting to think people might uh, really not like this guy. This is in page six. Jeff Bezos somehow managed to become the villain of a fancy fundraising gala in Los Angeles over the weekend, even after donating $500,000 to the cause, the Amazon and Blue Origin boss and his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, went to the A-lister star-studded, no, A-lister studded Baby 2 Baby event. What in the fuck? Baby 2 Baby event. For those of you listening to the audio, Baby, the number two, Baby event at the Pacific Design Center in West Hollywood on Saturday night. And his presence, or at least the presence of his wallet, was very much felt. But we're told he wasn't warmly welcomed by the glittering crowd. Everyone was waiting for him to donate something, but he didn't, an insider said of the world's second richest man. And then a little later, Bezos donated $500,000. There was an audible, audible groan from the room. Well, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Speaking of sticking it to rich people. TikTok now has a $92 million class action settlement. Who is eligible? How much could you receive? I highly recommend. Always looking for class action settlements to join in on products. I get $6 from here and $10 from there all the fucking time. I got like fucking $25 from EA Sports. I just like fucking over companies, to be honest with you. Yeah, I played some EA Sports. I mean, I fucking, I have EA games. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, I played some EA games. Let me in on that class action suit. So this is a class action suit. of you guys can get in on. People who use the popular video sharing app TikTok. Be, now I say if you send me a TikTok, you're like you hate my guts. But some of you may be on the TikTok. My friend is, keeps fucking bugging me to get on the TikTok. I'm like, I'm I'm verbose. That's why I stream on Twitch. I can't, I can't sum myself up in, in two minutes on fucking TikTok. Anyway, that's besides the point. The settlement pending from a lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court of the Northern District of Illinois could affect as many as 89 million people. The lawsuit alleges BITE parent company TikTok improperly collected and used plaintiff's data claims the company denies to be eligible a person must live in the U.S. and have used the TikTok Musical.ly app before October 1st. Parents are eligible to file claims for their minor children if they were the user. If you guys are on the TikTok, go get you some money. It might not be very much. The more people that get on on it, the less the settlement will be. But get you some money from a gigantic corporation that's probably doing underhanded shit. Stick it to them in any way you can. That's, That's just my opinion on things. Speaking of sticking it to the man, the John Deere workers have reached a tentative agreement to stick it a little bit. It still doesn't seem like they're getting what they're worth. Deere and company workers approved the latest contract offer and will end their strike. Deere and company workers approved a new contract on Wednesday that will deliver 10% raises immediately and end a month-long strike for more than 10,000 employees. United Auto Workers Union says 61% of the members approved the deal with the tractor maker on their third vote. Even though this offer was strikingly similar to the one that 55% of the workers rejected two weeks ago. This latest proposal made only modest changes to the details of the Deere's Internal Incentive Pay Plan. The new contract covers 12 plants in Iowa, Illinois, Kansas where the Moline, Illinois-based company's iconic John Deere green agricultural and construction equipment is made. Union spokesman Brian Rothenberg Rothenberg, said the company and UAW are working out when workers will return to the factories. After the last vote on November 2nd, Deere officials told the union not to expect the company to offer any more money, and Deere largely stuck to that promise in its latest offer which is called its final one. Workers had been on strike since October 14th, and in recent weeks, they have had to endure increasingly colder temperatures along the picket lines while trying to get by on the union's $275 in weekly strike pay or by finding another job. In addition to the initial raises, this week's offer kept the 5% raises. They were in the third and fourth years of the six-year deal and 3% lump sum payments in the second fourth and six years of the deal the author would also provide an $8,500 ratification bonus, preserve a pension option for new employees, that was one of the things they wanted a tiered pension system, but now all the employees will be offered the same pension system, make workers eligible for health insurance sooner and maintain their pro or their no premium health insurance coverage well, that's a fucking big deal Ooh, this is the one I've been waiting for. All right, guys. Let me intro this video for you. This video is going to feature a man that goes by the name of Crazy Clay. Crazy Clay is wanting to tell you about how he is standing up to tyranny. I don't even know what news network this came. Real America's Voice. This is Real America's Voice. It caught my attention because I thought this was fucking John Lydon from the Sex Pistols and Public Image Limited, who I wouldn't doubt would be on fucking Real America's Voice saying some stupid shit. It's not John Lydon. This is Crazy Clay. Crazy Clay. He's a local business owner and he discusses the importance of standing up and fighting back by getting involved in local politics. Oh, hold on. This isn't even the full interview. Let's watch the fucking full interview then. Oh, God. This is a fucking five hour long video. What the fuck? Oh, good lord. I'd watch the full interview with Crazy Clay, but I'm not watching, I'm not watching your whole fucking live stream, motherfuckers. This is from Real America's Voice. This is Crazy Clay. I've not watched this, guys. I have no clue what this motherfucker's getting ready to say. I've just seen this screenshot. I know that his name is Crazy Clay and that he's a small business owner. Don't even know what kind of business he owns
18: getting the jab or for not following some draconian measure that they deem it's not even laws anymore i walk through the airport and they're and they're all you know on loudspeakers the laws it's not a law a presidential mandate is not a law
10: talk to us about what you've experienced as a small business owner well what i've experienced is basically these mandates like you said are not laws it's it's an overreach of power of government and so what i've decided to do is i've decided i've sued our parish president. I sued our governor, not once, but twice. I've actually sued our parish president twice over these uh, oversteps of power. And guys, the only way you're going to do this and, and, and continue taking is taking our country back. Take our leadership back. Where's my country so- gone? Running for a local office. I've decided to do it. I'm running for our parish president in 2023. And I'm going to
2: If you are out there, if you are watching me, if you are listening to this, run for office. Run for office as a Republican. Seriously. That's all that's all I fucking care about is 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 having an R out from your name. Run for any kind of fucking local office. Run as a Republican. Please do it. Please. Please, cause Crazy Clay is running for office.
10: I'm gonna take Jefferson Powers back.
2: Yeah. I mean that, and that's really it. So you're going to have
18: Crazy Clay's chocolate and be the parish president. For those of you that like me, who's out there, we're traveling the country. by the way, if you guys are just joining us on this Save America Freedom Tour, I think it's our sixth leg. Amanda, Uh, it's it's amazing. We're traveling the country. The Save
2: America Freedom Tour.
18: We're going to be heading to San Antonio. We'll be there on Saturday. Then we'll be in El Paso on Monday uh, at the wall. Then we'll be in Phoenix uh, the following Wednesday next week. Uh, and then somewhere in Nevada, we're going to be heading out. So stay tuned. Guys. Somewhere. We're going
2: somewhere in Nevada. This is what
18: it's Probably about. where the strippers are. You That not only are running your businesses, The hookers. Standing up. Standing up for your family. Standing up for your community. And then saying,
10: you know what? I'm going to do more than that. I'm
18: also not
2: high going to enough for this in, shit. In the election.
10: What is what? Why is it that important to you? Well, you know, I love my parish. I love my state, and um, we're, we're losing it, and we're losing it every day. This, this overstep of power—the rhinos on the right and the liberals on the left—they're stealing it from us, and we are just giving it to them, saying, "Here you go." And we need to take it back. As I'm, I'm just tired of seeing that my country, my freedom, my future is being taken away from me. And people are veterans that are out here that serve for our country. That, that people that have died for this. And we—What are you talking? Here, take it. We're giving our freedom away over a mask mandate, over a vaccine.
2: Oh, you're upset about masks during a pandemic. Jesus fucking Christ. We're still on that shit. Well, so that's the Save America Freedom Tour. Meanwhile, the Patriot Awards were going on. Fox Nation held the Patriot Awards. It's like the right-wing Grammys, but with far, far less talent. Tucker has a message for all you patriots out there. ...is the people of the country. And if you have my job,
3: it's kind of easy. It's one of the reasons I'm so happy to be here right now. It's kind of easy to lose track of that because you're solely focused on the people who run stuff. And I often think to myself, never has a better country been run by worse people.
2: And you, no, it's true, it's true. I can probably think of a lot, actually, Tucker. Hell, this country, just like what, a year ago? This country, a year ago, at this time, was run by worse fucking people. I'm sorry. I'm not being mean, I don't want to be negative.
3: But that is true. Yeah, that's one of them. Exactly. Um, But you can lose sight if you focus too narrowly on the people who are making the bad decisions. You can lose sight of everyone else, which is the overwhelming majority of people in this country.
2: Which is the overwhelming majority of people in this country that don't watch Fox News. A lot of people get caught up In the idea that, like, oh, Fox News is number one in cable news. The the number of people watching any of the fucking cable news networks at any given time is less than 5 million. Fox News, at its best, like, pulls in like 2.5 mil. Poor Tucker. It was around that for Rachel when she was, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC, whenever she was number one in the ratings. Around two mil. Mr. The Love Sponge. Oh, yeah. Tucker's conversations with Bubba the Love Sponge. He just gave away the game. Because he is, he's a little white privileged asshole. It's basically what he was telling Bubba the Love Sponge. He's not the every man that he pretends to be. But enough of that bullshit. Let's get let's get some some good information in here. Let's do the plugs for the freak show. Let's look at some puppies. That's that's how that's how we finish this show up here tonight. First we're gonna tell you how you can see the nearly total lunar eclipse Friday morning. So I assume, Warlord, if you are still in here, you can probably see it, like, right fucking now. West Coast Night Owls and East Coast Early Risers will have the best view of the upcoming lunar eclipse this Friday. Overnight, the moon will pass into the shadow of Earth. Oh, right now. I I guess it happens at a certain time, doesn't it? It's not just going on all night. That's not how an eclipse works. My apologies. I don't think that's how uh, I don't think that's how a lunar eclipse works either. Overnight, the moon will pass into the Earth's shadow cast by the sun, illuminating the gray orb with a red hue. Will be the second and final eclipse of the year. NASA predicts the eclipse will last over three hours and twenty-eight minutes. That would make it the longest partial lunar eclipse in five hundred and eighty years, according to the Holcomb Observatory at Butler University. Here's how to see the eclipse and what you might glimpse. The lunar eclipse will be visible in North America as well as parts of South America, Polynesia, Eastern Australia, and Northeastern Asia, according to NASA. So sorry, those of you in Europe, you missed out. For U.S. viewers, the peak of the eclipse, when the moon is the most covered by Earth's shadow, will be at 4.03 a.m. Eastern Time. So, 1 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time. The moon will begin to pass into the Earth's shadow much earlier around 1 a.m. Eastern Time. At 2.19 Eastern Time, the moon will move into the Umbra, the inner part of the Earth's shadow, and begin to look like a chunk is missing from it. It will turn red around 3.45 a.m. Eastern. See the show? Simply go outside and have a look. A pair of binoculars or a camera with a tripod might enhance your view. So, cool. You want to see the lunar eclipse? Tonight between 1 a.m. Eastern and 4 a.m. Eastern. Here's some puppies. Apparently, apparently they got something to say, too. Big fucking... Maynard, my cat, my youngest cat, talks his fucking ass off sometimes. He was in the utility room last night. I don't know, like, there's no window. Like, it's completely closed off. He wasn't, like, talking to, like, I understand if the cats are yakking at the window, if there's something outside. He's in the utility room just talking to the fucking wall. now, 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 now. The fuck are you talking about, cat? He does this shit all the fucking time. He doesn't shut... I asked Sparkles the other day. I'm like, have you heard Maynard talk? Or is that just something he does, like, predominantly of a morning? Sometimes when he goes in the utility room. What a fucking weird cat. Here's some... I mean, I... Okay, I'm not one to blame somebody for talking to themselves or thinking out loud because I do it. I walk I fucking pace around this apartment talking to myself that is the majority of what I do with my time is pace around this apartment and talking to myself though so I shouldn't judge the cat for that I mean like that's, I, I feel bad anytime I judge them about being nip heads because like I'm way worse I've got to get high all the fucking time Look how adorable. Holy shit.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, that's what Maynard sounds like. A little squeaky, like that. That's cute as fuck. Don't think I don't have conversations with the cats whenever, like, you know, they talk back and forth with me. That totally happens. Oh. That's fucking precious. Why you got him locked up like that? He clearly wants out. Let that baby out. Cheetah's... I want to... I'm going to try to find a video of a cheetah chirping for tomorrow then. I want to see a cheetah chirp. Oh, he's had some cream or something. He's got something all over his mouth. You would take a little napkin and wipe them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tomorrow night is Friday night. I checked in with Sparkles. I didn't think she was feeling better. So I wasn't exactly sure that she would be down for a freak show, but she is totally down for a freak show. The Sparkles will be joining me tomorrow night. Probably won't last longer than an hour or so. I'm assuming she'll still have her donut. I hope we don't have Hardee's again. Hardee's was horrible. and They left out our fucking chicken strips. But Sparkles will be here. Hopefully she'll just do a quick update on her ass and we can not talk about her ass anymore the whole show. Maybe something else will be bothering her. That she can bitch about. So that's the free show tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern. He just wants attention. You're watching on Twitch. You're heading over to USA Hole. Go ahead, light one up, dip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night. On the Friday Night Freak Show.